What manner of communications are these that you are saying? Know you not that these things must have happened that I can come into my glory. He tells them in Luke chapter 24, 49, he says, Terry in Jerusalem till you be endued with power. He says, go, go to Jerusalem. Go to the city, the city of, of David. Jerusalem who has significance. Jerusalem is the place that in Psalms 122 and 1, they said unto me, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. He wasn't talking about Philippian. He was talking about Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the place that they held the Ark of the Covenant. You remember David when they got the Ark of the Covenant, he allowed it to sit at Obed Eden house. And the Bible said when David saw that his house was blessed, that David brought the Ark down to, somebody say, Jerusalem. Jerusalem was a pentacle of the Jewish people. It was the place where Solomon built the first temple. It was the place where the ark of God resided. Jerusalem, it represented the presence of God and the power of God. But Jerusalem, I'm going to preach this thing, y'all. Jerusalem is also the place that where David saw Bathsheba when he should have been at war. I'm going to preach this thing. You, you ought to turn to somebody and say, baby, you got to be careful even in Jerusalem. I'm going to talk while I'm here. I'm going to make this thing plain. I don't care what your church name is. You got to be careful because sometimes you don't find Bathsheba at the strip club. You find her on pew number 10. your neighbor be careful in Jerusalem you better watch you better watch Jerusalem baby Jerusalem they'll twerk on you in Jerusalem they'll drop it like it's hot in Jerusalem and I ain't just talking about women I'm talking about you got some Bathsheba men in here I can't talk like I want to the Bible says so he was in Jerusalem but he was taking it easy and you can't take it easy in church you you got to be sober tell that neighbor be sober in church So the Bible says that he tells them to go down to Jerusalem. It is here that they would embark upon what we call Pentecost, the release of the Holy Spirit. It is my belief that if Calvary is where the church was born, then Pentecost is when the church took its first breath. It is in Acts chapter 1 where the Bible says that they were in one place with one accord through prayer supplication which simply means they were seeking God everybody was seeking the same thing the reason why we called it fresh fire because I wanted you to know why you was coming I wanted you to come with the mindset that I ain't looking for nothing else but the fire you ought to, you ought to tell your neighbor we're looking for the fire tonight don't you mess this up looking for your next new season don't you mess this up looking for your million dollars. Don't you mess this up. We're looking for the fire tonight. Somebody shout fire. We, we wanted the fire. That, that's why we had the praise going on. That's why we had the worship going on because whenever worship meets the word, baby, it produces. Somebody shout fire. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2 that they were in one place, one accord. Pentecost. I'm going to say this here, y'all. Y'all pray for me. Pentecost was a time that they forgave all debts. 
which sends a signal that they were forgiven. If Pentecost was here today, I wouldn't have to pay a house note tomorrow. America need a Pentecost. But as we look at Pentecost from the angle of the debt being released, we find that forgiveness had to come before the Holy Ghost was released. What are you saying, young preacher? That there could be somebody in here, the only thing that is holding you up from your fresh fire is the fact that you won't forgive. God said, I can't release you to your next level until you release them. That's a little rough. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm a, somebody still want to stay mad. Tell that neighbor, you got to forgive. You can't walk around with all this Holy Ghost speaking in tongues and you mad with somebody. You got to be able to forgive. You can't eat half the whole. You got to eat the whole roll like Ezekiel did. Tell that neighbor, you got to forgive. That's what the Bible says in verse number two. It says, and suddenly... I want to stay here just for a minute. Somebody say suddenly. I, I'm going to stay here just for a minute because according to scripture, at this time, they had been praying and praising God for 10 days. They, they had been waiting for what God has promised. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but there's somebody here that's waiting on something that God has promised you. And God told me to speak and tell you suddenly that something is about to happen in your life. You, you, you've been waiting. You, you've been waiting. You've been praying. You've been fasting. Somebody shout suddenly. You, you, you've been looking for it and it's going to surprise you. I know y'all don't believe me, but trust me when I'm telling you that I feel this in my spirit. I had a young man talk to me about two weeks ago. He said, I need a ride to fresh fire because I ain't got no car. I need God to do something in my life. I told the young man, I'm going to come pick you up. I texted him earlier today. He said, pick me up. What time you going to get me? I said, I'm going to get you at 6 o'clock. He texted me about 3 and said, man, somebody just gave me a new truck. I can't talk like I want to. He was, he was looking for it, but, but, but suddenly, somebody shout, suddenly, God, God going to do something that's going to blow your mind. You're looking for it, and it's still going to surprise you. You're looking. Oh, they're going to talk back to me. In here, I believe this is the season for suddenly. I believe it. I believe it. Say, neighbor, whatever you do, don't you give up before your suddenly happen. You. You got to be like Jacob with that angel at the port, Jabbok, baby. You got to be ready to wrestle. Sometimes it takes everything in you to hold on, but God told me to encourage you, to tell you, to tie a knot in the end of your rope, and don't you let go now. You done come too far to give up now. You held on too long to throw in the towel now. You fought too hard to stop praying now. Tell your neighbor, I refuse to give up. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to let go. That's what the Bible says. The Holy Spirit appeared unto them. It came in like a mushroom mighty wind. And it filled the house where they were sitting, clothed in tongues of fire. And the Bible said that it sat upon each of them. And that they began to speak, but they began to speak as the Holy Ghost gave them 
the utterance. They begin to speak as the Spirit gave them utterance. They begin to speak as the fire gave them utterance. See, the Holy Ghost that falls in Acts chapter 2 is the fire that John saw in Matthew chapter 3. It was the fire that gave them the ability to speak. Somebody shout, the ability, the ability, the, the ability, the ability. The ability is in uh, the, the fire. The ability, it is in uh, the fire that has been released. This fire was so strong to not only did it fill the house, but it filled each of them. I dare you to turn to somebody and say, baby, I don't want God just to fill the house tonight. I want God to fill me tonight. He didn't just fill the house, but he filled them. And then the Bible say that the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost came and the Holy Ghost just had a seat on them. Is there anybody here to say, Lord, I just want you to have a seat on me. If you, if your legs are tired and you just feel like sitting down, you can, you can sit down on me. And so the Bible says that the fire fell. Somebody shout fire. And when the fire fell, huh, there was a spiritual explosion. Huh? Somebody shout explosion. Huh? The church had exploded. Huh? But this is that fire. Huh? I tell you to turn to a neighbor huh? and say, neighbor, huh? all you need in your life huh? is a little bit more fire. Huh? You've been through some rough seasons. Huh? You've had some rainy days. Huh? You've had some hills to climb. Huh? But all you need huh, is a little bit of fire. Huh? You see, it's that fire huh, that'll take you from being Clark Kent huh, and turn you into Superman. Huh? It is that fire huh, that'll take you from being Bruce Wayne huh, and turn you into Batman. Huh? It is that fire huh, that'll take you from being Peter Parker huh, and turn you into Spider-Man. Huh? You ought to tell somebody huh, this fire will change you huh, into something that you think not. Huh? How bad is the fire? Huh? The fire is so bad huh, until it took a woman named Mary huh, that had seven devils in her huh, and had her sitting down in the house huh, on the day of Pentecost. Huh? Somebody shout the fire. Huh? It is able to change you. Huh? It'll take cousin Peter huh, and turn his life around. Huh? I dare you to turn to a neighbor huh, and say, neighbor, huh, the only thing you need huh, is a little bit more fire. Huh? The fire was so great huh, until you had men of God huh, and women of God. Huh? They gave their life huh, just for the gospel. Huh? I'm trying to figure out huh, what's wrong with the New Testament church. Huh? You can't pay your house note, huh? so you ain't coming to church. Huh? You can't pay your car note, huh? so you're going to backslide. Huh? They won't speak to you when you walk in. Huh? You're going home crying. Huh? Baby, they died for what they believe. Huh? I dare you to turn to somebody huh? and say, God told me to tell you, huh? it's time for you to grow up. Huh? You're crying over nothing. Huh? I've given you the fire huh? that is able to change you. Huh? The Bible says huh? in Hebrews chapter 11, huh? it says that when those disciples, huh? when they had the fire, huh? that they endured mockings. Huh? They endured scourgings. Huh? It says some of them were stoned. Huh? Some of them were cutting in half. Huh? Some were beheaded. Huh? Some were slain with the sword. Huh? They endured afflictions. Huh? They endured torment huh? because of the fire. Huh? What are you saying, young Jones? Huh? That if they can endure huh? natural afflictions huh? because of the fire, huh? that I can endure huh? my afflictions huh? because of the fire. Huh? You see, the problem is not huh? your situation. Huh? The problem is not huh? the boss on the job. Huh? The problem is not huh? your crazy wife huh? or crazy husband. Huh? The problem is not huh? your hard-headed kids. Huh? But the problem is huh? you got to get your fire back. Huh? Because if you get the fire, huh? you'll walk through your trouble. Huh? If you get the fire, huh? you'll survive your trouble. Huh? If you get the fire, huh? you'll come out on top. Huh? I tell you to turn to a neighbor huh? and say, neighbor, huh? I don't want to be soothed, huh? but I want to be set free. Huh? I don't want to delight, huh? but I want to be delivered. Huh? I don't want to be entertained, huh? but I want to be empowered. Huh? That's what the old 
school church had. Uh, the old school church, uh, they didn't have a lot of money, uh, but they had power. Uh, they didn't have parents, uh, but I feel like preaching. Uh, it was two years ago. Uh, I was sitting in my room. Uh, I had been through some things. Uh, I had been through the storm. Uh, and I told God, uh, I don't feel like preaching. Uh, I told God, uh, I ain't got no business uh, with a microphone in my hand. Uh, I told God, uh, I'll walk away from it uh, right now. Uh, but God took me in the scriptures uh, and he showed me a woman uh, in the book of Kings. Uh, and there was a widow woman, y'all. Uh, and the Bible says uh, that the widow came to the prophet. Uh, and the prophet told the widow, uh, he said, what do you have uh, left in your house? Uh, and the widow said, uh, I got a little bit of oil. Uh, the prophet told the widow, uh, he said, take that little oil uh, and pour it out the oil. Uh, and God told me, uh, he said, son, you can't give up now. Uh, he said, because you still got a little oil uh, left in your life. Uh, I don't know who I'm preaching to, uh, but you think you're good for nothing. Uh, you think you don't deserve to be saved. Uh, God told me to tell you, uh, you got a little oil left. Uh, turn to your neighbor uh, and shout, pour the oil. Uh, whatever you do, uh, pour the oil. Uh, and when I started pouring the oil, uh, God rekindled uh, the fire on the inside. Uh, so now when I preach, uh, I preach like it's my last time. Uh, every time I preach, uh, I preach like I'm crazy. Uh, because you don't know, uh, like I know, uh, I lost my fire. Uh, but God rekindled uh, the fire on the inside. Uh, say, neighbor, uh, God is getting ready uh, to rekindle uh, your fire. Uh, to rekindle uh, your drive. Uh, to rekindle uh, your praise. Uh, shall Lord uh, reignite uh, my fire. Uh, somebody shout, ignite uh, my fire. Uh, set me on fire uh, right here uh, and right now. Uh, I'm about to go home, uh, but I feel like preaching. Uh, the Bible says uh, that when you use the fire, uh, one of the definitions uh, of the word fire, uh, it is to ignite. Uh, somebody shout, Lord, uh, you can ignite me. Uh, you see, ignite means uh, he's about to set something uh, in motion in your life. Uh, ignite means uh, you're about to move some things. Uh, ignite means uh, there's a shifting uh, taking place uh, in the atmosphere. Uh, grab your neighbor uh, by the hand uh, and say, neighbor, uh, with your fire, uh, there's a shift uh, that's happening right now. Uh, he's shifting your mind. Uh, he's shifting your heart. Uh, he's shifting your desire. Uh, somebody shout, Lord, uh, you can shift me. Uh, Lord, uh, you can move me. Uh, Lord, uh, whatever you do, uh, just don't leave me. Uh, whatever you do, uh, don't take the fire. Uh, whatever you do, uh, whatever you do, uh, fire, uh, shout fire, uh, shout fire, uh, shout fire, uh, shout fire. Uh, come on, Zion, uh, this ain't the season uh, for a pretty praise. Uh, I need you to get ugly. Uh, shout fire, uh, shout fire, uh, shout fire, uh, shout fire. Uh, fire!